Take a look around you right now and just take in the environment that you're in. And check in with yourself and ask yourself, is this environment contributing to your state of happiness? Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to another episode of the Hey, It's Wei podcast, Unlocking Happiness for You. And this is another episode where we dive into another aspect of understanding your unique code of happiness. Again, this comes from years of work in this and working with specific types of technologies that have been able to help me consistently unlock the unique code of the happiness of my students and my clients. You know, it's another component of the unlock code, your unlock code, and it has to do with your choices and how you keep your environment. Wait, what way? You've been talking about this whole time about happiness from within and everything is about taking responsibility and bringing it in and checking in with all that is happening inside of us mentally, emotionally. Yes, yes, and yes, that is correct. And at the same time, there is an important thing that we have to consider is that you have a physical body that exists in a physical world which needs to be within a physical environment. And those physical environments, wherever you find yourself in, is a choice that you make. If you throw yourself into an undesirable environment, it will not contribute to your states of happiness, rather states of unhappiness. So this is a very important thing to understand is what type of environment resonates and can create a supportive role in helping you maintain states of happiness. There have been many times where I have had to help clients move away from less than ideal environments. And the reason why they chose those specific environments were for not because they wanted to live in that type of environment. It was because of for financial reasons or for whatever, extenuating circumstances. And then when we realized and created or actually brought about the awareness that where they were living was literally taking away their happiness, taking away their prosperity, taking away everything or the ability for them to effectively create a lifestyle of happiness, that's when they were able to move and realize your environment matters. Yes, there is adaptation. Yes, there is just sucking it up because if you don't happen to be in a place that is perfectly ideal for your states of happiness, you know, there is that concept of, well, you just have to adapt and just suck it up, which is totally fine. Yes, there's definitely power in being resilient to unforeseen circumstances. 
and your ability to bolster the happiness within you despite the external environment, despite the external circumstances, is a lot of what we're talking about. The difference is, is those unforeseen circumstances or those environments that you probably don't want to be in usually isn't a choice. So what we're talking about on this episode are the choices that you can make to optimize the environment around you so that it can help contribute and support your journey to increasing and improving your states of happiness. Knowing how to choose and cultivate your ideal external environment based on your own unique preferences in refinement is a big component of a unique code of happiness. It not only influences how you live, where you live, it also influences the type of people that you surround yourself with, the types of people that you build relationships with. Just because you're working on unlocking your unique code of happiness doesn't mean that all of a sudden, the happier you are, the more compatible you are with everyone. The reality is, as many different people there are in the world, 7 billion plus, there are that many different codes of happiness. Some are compatible, some are not. And the more aware you are about choosing and cultivating the level of refinement of the external environment of people, places, and things that are best supportive to you, the easier it is for you to continue to improve your states of happiness. Yes, I mentioned relationships. It absolutely does. If you are a highly refined individual, super neat, and things need to be put away, and you surround yourself with people who are accustomed to camping without a tent, going for days without washing up. And there are those who are completely fine with that. In fact, they're happy as a lark in those types of circumstances. Yes, that's their unique code of happiness. But if that's not you, being around those types of individuals is going to help both of you not be in states of happiness, but rather sink into states of unhappiness. It is nature at work. We call that an alchemic incompatibility. So yes, your environment includes the types of relationships you choose to have as part of your environment. So as you're thinking about this, you may realize that your choice in how you keep your environment could be what's impacting the states of your happiness. And the ability to grow those states of happiness, intensify those states of happiness, and prolong those states of happiness. Think about if you are in a perfect environment, a perfect home, I wouldn't say perfect. Let's say optimal environment, an optimal home, an optimal network of human beings in your life all the time. What do you think that can do to support your journey to deepen, intensify, and prolong your states of happiness? 
It's real simple. Let's say you're living in a home without a roof. And every single day, your life is dependent on the elements. If it's a sunny day, great. But if it's too sunny, then it gets too hot. Or what if it gets cold? Or what if it rains? What if there's too much wind? How are you going to keep everything pinned down and your papers and everything at home? A home without a roof is not an ideal environment. And think about if you are dealing with the elements, how easy is it to maintain a state of happiness when you're living in a home without a roof in the middle of a hurricane? I would venture to say that maybe you'd be probably in one of those states of unhappiness. So what you want to start doing then to explore what it means to make the best choices, to optimize your environment for happiness, start to think about all the times in your life where you found yourself in an optimal environment, an optimal situation or an optimal network of people and notice the different states of happiness that was present during those times. The more you understand what the optimal environment is for you, the more you're going to be able to use that unique, that part of the unique code of happiness to facilitate and create more ease as you journey into the depths of the unconscious mind to unlock those old programs of unhappiness so that you can have greater states of happiness. It is much easier to do that, to do everything that we've discussed thus far in this podcast on a mental, emotional, and energetic level by making sure that you are in a physical environment that can support that. This is such a big piece that most human beings don't even realize is either contributing or taking away your states of happiness. Your environment matters. You want to start thinking about just how, what level of refinement you are. Are you very refined? Are you, do you keep your home in such a way so that everything is put away? Even the cabinets and drawers are very organized. If that's the case, that's what we call a high level of refinement. There's nothing wrong or right about it. It's part of your unique code of happiness that if you don't embrace, you will find yourself in undesirable circumstances where the environment does not support what we like to call your alchemy. Now, maybe you're not that refined and then, and not so much not refined, but you don't have that high of a level of refinement. Maybe you're more of uh, in between. You're organized, you're neat, but you don't need everything to be put away all the time. You're more on the practical level. That's fine too. Sometimes the practicality gets a little bit turned off by the high-level refinement, but it's not so practical that it's able to be so organically earthy and dirty. You're still needing to keep yourself in a somewhat clean environment. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
Or maybe you're of that organic, earthy, earthbound, grounded level of refinement, which is fine and beautiful as well. Those types of people are the ones that are able to implement things and have a very grounded perspective on things in life. They're not as bothered by when things are not going the way they would like it to. So as you're thinking about all these different levels of refinement in terms of how you can choose to create the ideal environment for cultivating greater intense and more intense states of happiness, start to make a game plan. Start to identify how you are living your life now and notice what part of your environment does contribute to your states of happiness and what parts of your environment, people, places, and things that may not be contributing to your states of happiness and in fact may be increasing your states of unhappiness. Take that into account because this is such an important component. We do this all the time with our clients and our students because most of us take it for granted. We just are told to adapt and suck it up and just based on circumstances, this is just how life is. But what if it doesn't have to be? What if you can choose something different? And that's it for this episode on helping you identify your unique code of happiness. If you got some good nuggets of happiness-inducing inspiration, Remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone whose happiness and their environment you care about. Feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels. And until then, just remember, when in doubt, choose happiness.